listen, um, understand that as time goes on, you will grow. You will grow individually. And the only thing you can really hope to do is make sure that you and your, your partner are growing generally in the same direction. Welcome to the Marriage Family Business Podcast. My name's Mick. And my name's Claire. I'm a husband, father of two incredible young boys, a business system strategist, tech entrepreneur, and author of the best-selling book, Beyond the Marketing Funnel. I am a wife, mother to the same two incredible little boys, reluctant entrepreneur, and classically trained vocalist and music educator. Claire and I are founding owners of several businesses, including Rockstar, an internationally renowned online marketing and systems management firm based in good old Traverse City, Michigan. We created the Marriage Family Business Podcast to open up the conversation about how these three areas of our lives collide and to try and tackle the question, how the heck do you manage it all successfully? And of course, to help other entrepreneurs and entrepreneurial couples discover real life in the trenches advice for the common problems that being an entrepreneur with a family and spouse often entail. So sit back, preferably with your spouse or your partner, as Claire and I take you on this journey with us and share with you our wildest stories and most valuable learning experiences that you can't find on a Google search. Let's roll. In this episode of the Marriage Family Business Podcast, we take a look at the first component, marriage. We talk about why marriage is first for us. Um, we talk about how we ended up getting married, the turning point, uh, turning points in our marriage, and how we settled on the truth that our marriage is the foundation for all of our other relationships, our personal relationships, our business relationships. And uh, so without further ado, let's dive on in. All right. So today we are going to talk about marriage. <laughs> He wasn't expecting me to no, toss was, out that reference. I was not expecting you to toss out that reference uh, at all. But That is um, the first time that I have wished that we were doing this like with video too, because your reaction was delightful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get to video. It's all good. Um, but yeah, so so look, this is the Marriage Family Business Podcast. and In that order. In that order. And, you know, the thing is, is that marriage family business, it's it's not just a catchy name that we use to come up with to toss onto the podcast. Like they really are the fundamental building blocks of everything in our life. Mm -hmm. um, and again, in that order. And so we thought that it would make a lot of sense to kind of sit down and give you guys a basis as to exactly how we look at each of those. So we're going to do shows on each of them. And, and uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about, 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 <laughs> about marriage. <laughs> See, clearly I should be the only one busting out the princess bride reference. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. So, you know, we've been together 12 years. We've been married over 10 years now. Um, and I think marriage was always just kind of a given for me. Of course, I was going to get married. And you know, I'm not sure how much of this you really want me to share, but Mick had a couple long-term girlfriends before me. Um, Mick was like my second really serious relationship, but like his girlfriend before me, they've been together, what, six years? Uh, yeah. The, the lovely lady that I, that I dated before you, we were actually dating for seven years. Oof. And then before that, I was with another girl. I was going to say woman, but. Um, well, y'all were in your early twenties. I think yeah, woman is appropriate. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we were actually engaged. Yep. Actually, um, we were together for 
I don't know. It felt like a really long time at the time, but as time moves on, um, doesn't seem quite so long. Well, I mean, look, you and I have literally known each other for 12 years and, and we talk about all the time how it's just bizarre that we've even known each other that long because it doesn't feel like that at all, right? Yes, we have been together over a third of my life. Um, So that's pretty awesome. But I say that to say this. Um, Mick and I's courtship was quite quick. We moved in together quite quick. And we hadn't quite lived together a month when I basically told him, look, these long drawn out, you know, dating engagement times are not going to do it for me. No. Um, If you don't know that you want to marry me after two years that we're together, that's your answer. And I mean, I think to say that that took you by surprise is kind of an understatement. It definitely took me by surprise, but I also think it's totally reasonable. You know, it's, it's funny. I think it's totally reasonable now looking back on it because I understand the intentions and the goals, and I just see the whole time period much more clearly. Um, mm-hmm. Hindsight 2020, you sure, know? Sure, sure. Um, but at the time, yeah, that one, uh, look, I, I actually remember because I was in the shower when when you told me. I think I'd finished brushing my teeth, and I was like, so, you know. And listen, that's not to diss people who are in long-term committed relationships that aren't married. I'm just telling you right now, that was never my goal. My goal was I'm going to find the person that I want to build my life with, and we are going to get this thing locked down. And we did. We were engaged. Um, I said that to him in October of 2006. We were engaged in July of 2007. We were married in May of 2008. So things progressed pretty quickly for us. But it wasn't really until we had our first child, Avit, in October of 2014, that what it meant to be in a marriage yeah, you know, I'll, I'll tell you this. I remember, you know, you always hear, um, you always hear that that the happiest day of your life is the day you get married, and people like shortly after, like, this is the best day of your life, and you know, it took you know, it was a good day. It was a great day. It was a good day. I I don't know that it was the best day of my life. It was a good day. It was a great day. I I, I actually think that the day we met was a better day. <laughs> um, like, like legitimately. Right. But, um, well, maybe not the day we met, but probably not the day we met either way. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Um, I forgot where I didn't know where I was going to go. Well, with so we were talking about how Avit was born and, you know, us getting married was absolutely a spectacular day, but to call it the best day of our life is, is tough because we've had lots of spectacular days. The birth of our children were both great days. Um, But I think it took us having a child to realize what a marriage actually meant. Yeah, that's right. You know what? Now I remember where I was going to go with that. Thank you so much. This is is real, guys. This is exactly, (laughs) this is really how how our conversations typically go. Because the thing is, is this, like Claire and I knew so quickly Mm -hmm. that we were in a committed relationship that I would argue that we were acting very similar, like we were basically acting married uh, I would say, what, two, three months into our relationship. Easily, yeah. Uh, in the same way that we did four, five, six months after we were actually married. Like, True. And, I, and I'll say this too. I think that once um, any couple gets to that point, um, once they get to it and they, they might be dating, I think a lot of people can relate to the fact that 
yeah, you know, like we got married. Great. It doesn't feel any different today as exactly. a married couple as it did the day before, you know, the Especially day before. Especially if you cohabitate, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, if, if you don't, then yeah, it feels super different. Um, but yeah, we lived together. By the time we got married, we lived together a year and a half. Yeah. More than. Um, so yeah, not a ton changed after we got married. Not a ton changed a year after we got married. Two years after we got married. Um, things really started changing for us when we moved to Asheville, which was two years after we got married. Things really started changing for us five years after we got married. We moved to Traverse City, which was two years after we got married. Well, that was three years after we got married. You're right. You moved to Asheville the year the year we got married. Um, We moved to Asheville like so. We got married in Asheville, North Carolina. In May. In May. And And moved in August. And we moved in August. So it was, yeah. Yeah. So you're right. Um, So I guess things didn't really change until we moved to Traverse City three years later. Mm -hmm. Even that, though, still wasn't a change. I mean, it was colder um, and the accents were weirder, arguably worse. Um, And arguably. That's that's like your opinion, man. (laughs) Why is it arguably? But things didn't really change in our relationship until Ava was born. Yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll talk more about what our children have meant and, and how, how they have changed our lives in the family episode. But I think the reason we bring this up is, and I didn't really realize this until not that long ago, but I said something probably in my exhaustion, postpartum anxiety haze that, uh, has stuck with Mick to this day. Yeah. And, and I, I wish, I wish I could remember exactly how you phrased it. Um, but, but basically we were talking about. Look, my the the way that I was brought up and my understanding around children and offspring was really that they once you had kids, they were the most important thing in your life. Period. Um, you know the basically the way that I had been brought up and the worldview that I was that I experienced until that point in time is is that you know once you have children, your life is no longer about you, and. And that's true. Yes. It really is true. Um, but I really naturally equated that to your children are the most important thing in your life. Your children are the most relationship, uh, the most important relationship in your life. And so Claire and I were, were talking and she basically made the comment. She was like, well, I love my boys. Well, at the time, just, just my the boy. boy, I love, Sorry. I love Avid. I really do. Um, but at the end of the day, Avid's going to... Um, if we do our job, job right, <laughs> which is the caveat, which is the caveat, uh, Avit is here for a season, basically. And that's a long season and it's an important season. But mm-hmm. when he turns 18, 19, 20, you know, actually leaves the house, um, make, creates his own family, finds the person that he's supposed to be with and they have kids or don't have kids or whatever. At some point, Avit's not going to be. And Escher now, too, they're not going to be our main focus. And I have seen um, with some of my uh, some of my friends and, and family members who have had kids who have grown and who have left and some of whom, you know, still live in town, but some of whom live in a different state, some of whom live in different countries. And I've watched the pain that the family goes through because they wrapped their entire world, their entire marriage, their entire life around those kids. Yeah. And I've also seen friends and friends of the family who we thought had solid relationships. And as soon as their kids were out of the house, divorced. Yeah. Yeah. It's because suddenly they built their entire world 
around those kids and didn't know how to be together anymore. And guys, I'll be damned if that's me. And it, it's it's interesting because I would argue, and I, I said this to Mick this morning, I'm like, please don't take this personally. My boys, I have more pure love for them than I do anybody else in this world. It is pure and all-encompassing. And even when they are little shits and I want to bang their heads together like coconuts. Um, Which you would never literally do. I would do. never literally do. But the urge is definitely it, there. It's 2018. You actually have to make make those types of things <laughs> exactly. very clear, right? I have never, ever raised a hand to my child in anger. Um, but <laughs> just to be very clear. Yeah. But that can't be the most important relationship. Um, well, and that's and, and and that's actually what you said to me that day that really mm-hmm. stuck with me. You were like, look, you know, the most important relationship in, you know, our relationship, our marriage is more important than the relationship between um, between us and our boys yeah, or us and Avid. And that really tripped me out. Like I just, I didn't, I didn't see it coming and it's something that's really stuck with me and. And it's become our truth. Yeah. It's real over time. It's, it's, it's really become our truth. And it's something that I know that, that I lean into in a pretty big way. Well, and, and it's true for several reasons. Um, Not the least of which is I want to make sure that we are modeling a healthy relationship for our kids. I don't want either of our children to feel like they have to be martyrs for their offspring or for their spouse. Um, Making sure that our relationship is our priority doesn't just mean that Mick and I automatically agree with everything that the other one says and it's the two of us against (laughs) the world. Like that's not our reality either. Our reality is that a marriage is a different kind of relationship than that between a parent and a child because the love, while is active and there, requires way more work, I, I would argue. And listen, our kids are young. They're almost four and one and a half. Um, so I imagine it might be a little more difficult to love like, them yeah, like when, when they're like Well, maybe 15. not love them, but like <laughs> but certainly, certainly the, the pure We don't like the love. fact of the matter is we don't know anything about that yet. From, Correct. From, from, from experience. Correct. So that's fine. But it doesn't change the fact that a marriage relationship does require, require the active work, not just between the two of you, but on yourself. Um, because... If I lose sight of who I am as a human being, how can Mick cling to me um, and yeah. vice versa? Yeah. How can, how can I possibly support you if I don't have, uh, if, if I've got something rotten or unstable inside myself? And don't get me wrong, like there's always going to be little pieces of rotten stuff here and there. And there's always going to be a little piece of stability like that, that I'm working on that that yeah. we're all working on. None of us are perfect, but in order, you know, it, it's, it's like, it starts with self and then, and then really moving directly into your business. Uh, or I'm sorry, into your marriage. Ooh, into the marriage. Shit. That's a Freudian slip. Yeah, if I ever it is. Hmm. Maybe that's uh, one of the, the pieces that, that we're, we're still working on, on honing and, and polishing. Um, I would argue it is one of the pieces that we're still working on, but again, it's not that marriage is the only relationship that matters, but it is absolutely for us um, the one that we want to spend the most time honing and making sure is strong. Because again, if we do our job right, when our boys are done with high school, either they go on to college or they get jobs, but 
in theory, they leave my house um, and they go create their own lives. And I still want to be with you through all of it. Yeah, man. You're my best friend. Yeah. You know, and that's. Now, listen, that doesn't mean that we always have to be each other's best friends either. Marriage doesn't mean that, you know, you forget who you are and that you abandon your friends. Listen, one of the most important things in my life is singing and making music. I was a music major in college. Uh, I knew when I was three years old that I wanted to sing for the rest of my life. And during our courtship, I was able to do some singing. We, we lived in the town I went to school at, and I was still active in those choirs. But when we moved to the mountains, I was still teaching school. I was still teaching choir, but the singing was gone from, from my life. And moving back to Traverse City, I wanted to make sure that I made that a priority. I've got six phenomenal girlfriends who are part of my singing experience and whom, I mean, some of them, one of them's getting ready to, to move across the country. One of them doesn't uh, sing in the group anymore, but that tie um, has tied me to them. And that's an important relationship too. And, and that relationship has to be healthy as well in order for, you know, for our, and our marriage has to support outside relationships as well. Yeah, exactly. Because quite frankly, your, your, our marriage, um, I don't like saying your marriage should do this because I'm not in your marriage, but Correct. I am in my marriage. And so I can tell you that from, from, from my perspective, our marriage really needs to support each other's personal, um, endeavors just to keep ourselves, you know, and each other mentally healthy, mm -hmm. you know, like from my perspective, right. Um, I would love to tell you, uh, the, the dear listening audience, all three of you, um, <laughs> but I would love to tell you that like, I am some, um, really interesting person that does a whole bunch of stuff. But I, the truth is, is that I, I work, I build my business. Um, that's, that's really the main thing that I do from a time perspective. And honestly, Claire gives me, uh, almost all of the rope that I could possibly want and, or need. Not in, so much that he hangs himself, but. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not so much. There, yeah. Not so much that I hang my, hang myself, but at the same point in time, like if I need to travel to go out to San Diego. You're leaving for Vegas tomorrow. I'm leaving for Vegas tomorrow. Right. I'm going to speak at a, at a mastermind tomorrow and I'll be out there, um, for a couple of days, you know, um, you know, you create that time for me. And then, you know, the other pieces that anytime that I actually want to do something, um, I have always tried, it's a lot easier in the wintertime for some odd reason, but I try to, you know, at least make an evening once a week to go hang out with some of the guys, um, to that end, I actually joined a curling, uh, league two years ago and, and that's been really awesome. And yes, that's, that's curling. I'm not talking about uh, lifting weights or anything like that. I'm talking about being in an ice arena with 44 pound granite stones and <laughs> sliding them down uh, a rink while drinking beer. Um, that is exactly what that is. Welcome to Northern Michigan. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. But the point is, is that Claire supports me and and helps me make that happen. And just like I, I try to support her and help make sure that her singing is actually a priority in my life. Mm-hmm. We want to make sure that our relationship um, has enough room for the other person to grow, but for us to grow in tandem. And it's when, you know, one of us is really invested. Ooh, good call. Thank you. It's when one of us is really invested um, in growth and the other one isn't, or one person really just wants to 
wrap themselves up in a cocoon and the other doesn't, that that things start start kind of going sideways. It's also really important. We try to do a weekly date night to reconnect with each other. Not so, try. We do a weekly date night. Well, but when we travel, you know, kids sick, like no, we we endeavor to do a weekly date. Night. Sure, sure. Um, we succeed ninety percent of the time, but but yes, um, and it's outside of our house because inside of our house we have our own routines. But we want to make sure that we are getting out together to help reconnect together, to have experiences, shared experiences together. Um, because again, while our relationship is important and the the building block for for our own personal development, our relationship, our our home, our cocoon cannot be the only thing that we have. Exactly. I mean, you know, I suppose from that perspective, um, you know, whenever I go to a wedding now and they always, you know, there's that, they, they have a piece of paper or you do a little video testimonial or something yeah. like that. It's like, yeah. Hey, what's the one piece of advice that you would give to the couple? And, um, and I, I always say the exact same thing now. And I think it's actually a, a good place to maybe put a pin in this episode. But, yeah. um, I would say the same thing. I say, listen, um, understand that as time goes on, you will grow. You will grow individually. And the only thing you can really hope to do is make sure that you and your your partner are growing generally in the same direction. And as long as you're generally going more in the same direction than you're going in opposite directions, you're going to be okay long term. Yep. Um, and so that would be my question to you out there listening today is, um, you know, if you are in a marriage or a relationship or a partnership or whatever that looks like for you. Um, you know, are you guys, are you guys growing in the same direction? Mm -hmm. You know, is that, is that something that you can say is true of you and, and your relationship? The other thing I, I would, I would ask is, is to, you know, for us, our marriage is the most important thing. And as long as our marriage is strong, um, we are able to have other strong pieces as well. Our family relationships are strong. Our business relationship is strong. And I think all of that comes back down to the love and respect and the work and the time that we dedicate, not just to each other, but to ourselves. And, you know, I, I, I would love to know if other people find that if they are taking care of themselves, that that makes them more willing and more capable to, to turn that love back toward the other person. Well put, well put. All right, guys. So, so comment, get up with us and, uh, Thanks a lot. And frankly, I'd love to hear your wedding advice. Like what, what, what advice do you give Ooh, good people? Call. Like, I love it. I, I love that type of thing. Um, so if there's one piece of advice that you always write on those little slips of paper too, um, why don't you, uh, why don't you comment on it? Uh, toss it on our Facebook page. Um, love to hear from you guys. Thanks for spending time with us today here on the Marriage Family Business Podcast. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, then there are just two things we would love for you to do. Number one, leave a rating and a review for us on iTunes. It really helps us know what kind of content we need to produce for you. And secondly, head on over to marriagefamilybusinesspodcast.com and subscribe for free to get all the resources shared in every episode emailed directly to you. That way you don't have to go searching for anything discussed on any episode. It'll just be in your inbox. We'll catch you on the next episode of the MFB Podcast.